This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Hello. Do it. Do what? Do it. Start the podcast. Pitch record. <laughs> we are stupid. Oh. We need to go to bed is what we need to do. Yeah, that's just constant state of being. But yes. we're back. Yeah, it's been a little bit again. Well, okay. I mean. Like a week. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Kind of struggling. Not too. Yeah. Eh. Eh. But I, I got think- an Xbox. Oh. <laughs> I think we want to start doing the or start posting these on Thursday. That is the goal. Yes, we're going to try to do it weekly on Thursdays. Maybe going if, forward, maybe if we get a roll going, we'll do it more often. But Thursdays at, going forward, yes, Be at ready. least once a week on Thursdays. Talk about your stupid Xbox. Now, how about we talk about why I got rid of my old gaming stuff and just now got back into the gaming stuff. Well, stop moving your head and okay, let's do it. I can't help this. So my OCD, it is, it's harm related. We'll just put it out there. It's, it's called harm OCD and it has to do with violent intrusive thoughts. So part of that wanted, well, part of me wanted to get rid of my Xbox and stuff and my gaming equipment. Because I was afraid that I would enjoy the violence in video games too much. And I it would it was like feeding the OCD monster that I was going crazy. So I got rid of everything. Which is completely the wrong thing to do. You're supposed to lean into the anxiety. You're not supposed to like feed your OCD by hiding knives or getting rid of your xbox so yeah i am better now so i decided to buy an xbox Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah there was this whole debate as to whether he was going to keep the xbox or he was going to sell the xbox or i mean to be fair, the Xboxes right now are selling for like double the cost. So if I were to sell it, I could buy another one technically for free. No, not for free. No, it, it would be free. No, because you'd still be out the money to buy the second one. No, you would get the money back when you sell it on eBay. So you broke even on the first one. No, you would still have to spend money to get the second one. No, that's not how it works. Why? Xbox $500. Okay. I sell for 1000 Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Come on, mathematician. Bed. <laughs> what, Bed. you think I'm going to sell it and break even? That's Yeah, that's where I, my mind was. I don't know why. That, that makes no sense. Oh, you do silly things sometimes. Let's just, just say that. I mean, I did sell my car for a loss. Let's let's be clear about that. Oh, God. We're just going to go into all of it. Okay, well, whatever. let's do it. <laughs> So, yeah, the whole car thing, that actually kind of goes into one of the topics I wanted to talk about, you know, due to COVID. We've been blessed with the ability to telework. I'm going to say blessed because not everybody gets that opportunity. So we have been teleworking for some time now. And because of that, 
Russ felt he didn't need a car anymore. I mean, I don't, and it was a $400 car payment plus insurance, so bye-bye payment. Okay, but you still need a car. Eh. Uh, Okay, so we've had this really long debate about this whole thing. I mean, it doesn't matter now because the car is gone, but in the meantime, we have this beater car, and it's just not working out. It is kind of a nightmare. It's very stressful because we have to get our daughter to and from school like actual elementary school as well as to and from daycare and it's it's a hassle because a stupid thing has a tire that's flat or the battery's dead or any number of issues you can think of have happened with this beater car all because russ thought it was a great idea to sell his brand new car because he didn't have to commute anymore but it okay all of the money saver yeah but the stress now Dealing with this stupid backup vehicle? I'll deal with the stress for saving $500 plus a month. Okay, you deal with the stress. Don't I am. Call me and tell me that the freaking tire is flat when I'm the one who has to go into work two days a week. Yeah, but why Why is it stressing you out that I have to run? Because our daughter, our daughter has to, to get to school. And she does. And she does. It, whether or not I ride my bicycle... I want to ride my bicycle while towing her or running her up to school and, and making the bike myself throw ha- up. And then the <laughs> this is how out of shape we are. And then the bike tire falls off or the chain falls off or it did. It just it did that in the parking it's lot. It's just of constant. Yeah, it's constant. All because we sold the car. Yeah, whatever. I didn't like that car anyway. It's too fucking low to the ground, and I scrape it trying to drive in a little sports vehicle. Drive car, drive car, drive car. Oh, beep beep. Bedtime. Anyway, so the topic was actually to say working from home do's and don'ts, and we kind of hit on it in a previous topic where you know what office equipment to have, and and we kind of started off with our story how we started on the couch and the dining room table, and that just did not work. Yes. So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. That. Try try to set up a space in your house that is separate from your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say. If you have an extra room or if your basement is kind of unused or something like that, try yeah, to set up. Yep. Keep it separate from your regular day-to-day life because my issue, at least for me, I believe it's your issue too. We have a hard time shutting it off. Shutting what off? Working. Shutting work off and getting into life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a, especially now that we're working from home, it's like you're you're not getting in your car and then physically leaving a place. You're still in your house. Right. So our next best thing was to have and set up an office. We're all in the same office. And when we leave work, we can shut the door and not look at, our computers again. Right. The problem with this, all this though, is Microsoft Teams and Outlook. It's all on my fucking personal phone anyway. So. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah, I know. So another don't. Well, I guess that kind of all together. Don't allow work to overtake the life because yes. even though you are working from home, you still should have boundaries. Yeah, work work life balance still exists whether or not you're teleworking or not exactly and and i i would recommend i believe you can set like a schedule up for notifications on your iphone for like outlook and Teams, so you can 
Are say, you all right. Are you yourself advice right now? Yeah, I actually am. I need to, <laughs> I need to do this. Okay. But you can set up like an hour, hourly range of from, I don't know, we'll just say eight to five or nine to five. I want to get the notifications. And then every hour after that, you don't want to see it or hear it. Right. I think I need to do that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm pretty Thank sure you. that's that's possible on there. You can snooze notifications, I think. Well, and I also think a routine is helpful. So, you know, whether or not that is setting up, you know, getting these notification type things or even just the act of getting up in the mornings yes. and either take a know, shower. Yeah, take a shower, get dressed, like do the routine. Yeah, I know, dress like you're going to work. I know it's so easy to sleep until like the very last minute before you have to log in. I do that. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> um, but the point of it is we when we get out of that routine, we get, you get lazy. You yeah. know, you feel, you don't feel awake. You so feel, it's it's like complacency. You know what I mean? Exactly. Is that a word? That is a word, right? Yeah. Complacency yeah. is a word. Good yeah. Job. You get complacent. Like, wow, you're coherent for it, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, I know. But, but you feeling like you see, that's the other, that's the flip side of it. Turning off work, but also you have to turn off life too. Right. When you're working, you have to, like you said, wake up, take a shower, brush your teeth, you know, do everything that you would normally do when you're going to work. Try to keep yourself in that work mode. For work. Yeah, for work. And but also then, learn to turn it off. Exactly. Yep. I think those two things are like really important on top of having the designated space for work. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think everyone should have a designated space for work because I find distractions are the biggest thing that ruins teleworking like right. if you're sitting in your family room or whatever with a tv i mean in my experience i would find myself well oh, there's netflix let's see what the fuck is on netflix you're helping me so much like we're just gonna roll right into the next topic then what is that? <laughs> the next topic netflix shows that we keep watching and shows that they need to bring back for another season I've got a lot of them. Like, again, ever since teleworking, like, it feels like the TV is always on in the background. Yeah. Especially when I was on the couch. Now, not so much that we have the office area. Again, I feel like I can actually focus a lot more yeah. now. But yeah, Netflix, there are so many shows out there that I started watching that they haven't brought back new seasons for just yet. You know, COVID related, all that. About to stay <laughs> You gotta hold that in. <laughs> oh, I tried so hard. It kind of hurt. It's Ow. Snuck, it snuck up on you. We're not editing that out. Oh, joy. Sorry. <laughs> Put a timestamp on when Lindsay s sneezes. <laughs> Finish your sentence. <laughs> hey, what was I saying? A ton of Netflix stuff. Yeah. Especially so, when you were on the couch. Yeah, all that. So which ones that we've been watching and which ones they need to bring back. So currently I am now watching Outlander I as a recommendation to my mother. And it it's good, but I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't feel really invested in it, I guess. Well, I think you don't like it because of the I guess the torture. Right. I do not it. like torture. I do not like I mean I can handle gore in relation to like military or, you know, war type stuff. Yeah, but you don't want to see somebody getting tortured. 
Right. That that shit is cringe. Like, right. Not cringe, but like yeah, if it shivers. relates to Ugh. like torture, that's that's too much for me. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of put a really bad taste in my mouth. I'm not going to do any spoilers for the show because I'm not finished with it yet, just yet. But the t- there's a piece to it in the very first season that relates to torture, and it's just like. I kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for almost the whole entire thing. Well, that that was the beginning. I mean, along the lines of the torture aspect, that was kind of the beginning of the end for us for Walking Dead also. And and Game of Thrones, yeah, too, to be I quite honest. I didn't like that reek shit. Right. I, I mean, like, once that ended, it still kind of felt like it was there because reek was in a couple of scenes, you know? Well, he was in, a, in it a lot. He was kind of... He kind of... Was a re- redemption story a little bit, right? Towards so, the end, it yeah, it was still there, but I feel like it got away from that not quickly, but it got away from that after a little while, and you weren't so in your face with the torture stuff. But yeah, I just don't, I'm, I don't know, especially with the Walking Dead, the zombie parts, like zombies killing people, right? And that, that's gore. Like that wasn't a big deal, but when you get to the parts where people are killing people and they're killing people in ways that. It, it's I don't know. It just oh yeah, like when it just gives me the, the whole baseball bat thing. Yeah, it, that's yeah, what I'm talking that, about. That scene specifically, I remember us being so mad about. Well, we not were just furious. mad because of the characters that got it. No, no, no. But because of how Walking Dead played it out, it like, was it was like over the top, right? I mean, I get everybody it. should know what scene we're talking about. But don't but, say it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very iconic. But another I just, show. Yeah, I just wasn't. I, I can't. I don't know. It's not even the OCD thing anymore. It's. I just don't feel like the need to it's watch shit like that. It's not fun to watch. No, not anymore. It's not. I mean, Ooh, it, that, not anymore. There, there's, well, we used to watch always, the shit out of Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Well, I know. But even then, like, even when we were watching it like crazy, like, still, that stuff is so, I just not, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not either. But Julie and the Phantoms has been our daughter's favorite most recently in the past, what, month or two. That's yeah. really been something we've been hitting hard. And they haven't renewed it for a new season yet. I know. I, I mean, to be fair, I I liked that show just because it wasn't a cartoon. And the music is kind of catchy. Yeah, it, the music is really good. And for me, the main the main male character is rather attractive. Charlie Glipser, I think is how you say his name. Rather attractive. But yeah, the that show hasn't been renewed yet. And I'm kind of shocked. Like, it's actually entertaining for the whole family. There's no gore in it. Yeah, right. It's yeah, it's entertaining for the whole family, and they haven't renewed it just yet. I'm really upset. Yeah, I like the kid friendly aspect of watching a show like that. You know, right? You don't feel guilty for having it playing with your kid in the room. Exactly. You can you can put it on. You can get down there, play with your kid, and have that running. They could take a little break break from playing and look at the TV, and you're like, you don't you don't have to worry about. Oh, this is a bad scene. Turn it off. You know, right? Exactly. But on top of that, there's a whole bunch of other ones that I start <laughs> again back on the couch. Back on the couch days before the office. We don't have cable, by the way. We no, don't have any we have TV all service. streaming services. Which honestly, love. I I don't know if I would ever go back. The only thing that I miss is hockey, but I feel like 
hockey and sports in general, they need to come out with a plan that you can watch your team, whatever team that is, you could pay to watch your team. Right. Streaming. I don't want to, I don't want to pay for 5,000 different channels that I watch three of them. Well, not even just that. Like I really could care less about all the other NHL teams. Except right. for one. <laughs> exactly. That's so what I'm saying. So show me every game that they play, regardless of who it's against, and I'll pay for that. Yep. But if, you know, two other random teams like the Maple Leafs and the Coyotes are playing, don't care. I know. Why, why, don't care. Why are you having to pay for, I don't know, all these other channels, too? Right. I mean, when we were watching TV, live TV, it was... Hockey. Right. That's pretty much it. Yep. And even now, I mean, I and do. With the stupid season now. Yeah. I do miss it. But at the same time, I'm like, it's not worth paying 65 bucks a month. Cause we would, I would never get that cable and, you know, internet package ever again. That right. was outrageously expensive. Right. And now we can kind of piece what we want together, which we pretty much have every single streaming service but it still it comes has, out to be cheaper it's still it has snowballed <laughs> i mean between disney plus and netflix and- disney plus hulu espn plus oh my god netflix mm-hmm. hbo prime. max amazon prime <laughs> oh, is there god. more than that i but you know what we watch maybe like two percent of all of these yeah, streaming but it's, services it's still cheap it's cheap, and you don't really. I mean, with with the exception of Hulu, you don't have commercials, right? Fuck that. I, I'm really glad we got Hulu too, though, because I I need my Gordon Ramsay. Well, like, that's just something I need in my life. It was kind of funny though. It, you turned on I Love Lucy oh. the other day, and our daughter was getting a kick out of that show. The two epic episodes for us, at least, are Vita Vita Vegemin. And the candy. The chocolate factory. The chocolate factory. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> Those that, two episodes. Oh, make me cry. Yeah. And yeah, our daughter got a kick out of it. She thought it was hilarious. I, I mean, I I enjoy those episodes, but I enjoyed watching her enjoy them a lot more. Right. <laughs> and I, I am a very nostalgic person, I guess I would say. Like, I like old TV shows. So the Carol Burnett show, I Love Lucy. They're just funny. They yeah, they don't make, make TV like that anymore. No, and I wish they did because I have never laughed so hard. Yeah, like like we, me and my uncle were talking about it a little while back. No, there's no such thing as friends anymore. Right. There's no home improvement. Right. It's just I don't. It sucks. Miss it. I do. I really do. Oh, like the, like Netflix those needs more family type shows, and Julie and the Phantoms is one of those. Yeah, it's just not really. It's not really a sitcom, though. No, that's true. But it's it's got music in it that's really awesome. Yeah, the music is pretty good. Right. And it has a good story to it. Yeah, I I hope they bring it back. It, it kind of got me back into the punk punk phase. Right. Of, it reminds me a lot of Yellow Card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the next thing that I wanted to talk about is games that we play as a family. So, you know, COVID hit. We kind of got stuck in the house. Yeah. So we decided to buy a couple of board games. And for a while there, the big one that we were playing a lot was Life. Yeah, Life is fun. I mean, it's (laughs) with the paper money, it's a little difficult when you have a youngin. 
just but because still, it's well, teaching them how to use yeah but i'm not paper money i'm not talking about the usage i'm just talking about keeping track of everything it's that shit ends up every fucking where there is something so i don't know it's complex but it's fun I agree. that's what makes it fun to play the old life board game the new life board game where you have this little animatronic device. It looks like a calculator. Right, that you can plug in credit cards to. That Which just, is nice. It completely defeats the purpose of the game, though. Like, that's not life, managing your shit. So, yeah, yeah, but that's not true. With this, it, We're going towards a cashless society. Don't give me that. It's, who pay... 99% of people, I bet, don't pay with cash. I don't believe that for a second, but even if that is true, there is an aspect to it where it's Bitcoin. not just, it's just not, stub it. <laughs> it. There's not just cash. It's stocks. It's insurance. Yeah. It's I th- all I, of these aspects to it that is real life. I agree with you that they dumbed it down too much, but I like the card aspect. I I mean, okay, fine. I'll give you the card aspect, but they literally stripped everything else out of that game. I wonder if you could take the cards. But for some reason, they added more children. You could get like 16 children. And they pay you for all those kids. I'm like, in in what world do they... We're going to fucking have some more kids. (laughs) In what world are they paying you to have children? Right. Actually, the yeah, children are... They're worth like 100 grand a piece. At least. (laughs) At least. I'd say a million dollar baby. What was I going to say? I wonder if you could you could use the uh, the calculator thing from the new game and play it with the old game. I don't see why not. That way you keep the you keep the complexity of the old game intact while getting rid of you know the. Why didn't we think of that before? I don't know. I just thought of it. Wow. Okay, so sleep deprived Russ can come up with some really great. Yeah, well, ideas. I mean that keeps the complexity of the insurance and you know the car insurance. Well, the tracking, stops. yeah, the tracking of everything else on top of it. But it keeps it keeps the money out of it, you know, like like just. But that kind of sucks for of people who don't have both games. Well, no, I'm just saying <laughs> because I'm we saying have both. Us. I know, but well, that, yeah, the the, the the calculator version is dirt cheap. It's cheesy as fuck. So we are now advocating for you buying two types of life games. Buy the old version and the new version <laughs> just so you can get that calculator. I almost bought you the I almost bought you. I can't I think it was Mother's Day last year. I was gonna buy you the Mrs. Maisel life game. <sighs> you said no. I know. I was pissed. I don't I remember th- that actually. I thought that was a good but that gift. does sound like me. Yeah, you're like, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm like you did. I'm not a gift person. Don't don't, don't tell me you're gonna get me things, and don't ask me my opinion when you do give me things. Just well, give it to me and say say thank you. I'd prefer. I'm not a gift person to ask you first because you're not a gift person. You're a pain in the ass. <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm mean, trying to do something nice, and I will appreciate it. I will say thank you, but don't ask my opinion. She's a big fan of Marvelous Miss Maisel. So. I love Rachel Bro. <laughs> Her last name eludes me. Well, you gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta look it up. Well, I, I said it. I think, kind uh, okay. of, not really, but her. You, the could, you, lady... you said it like a sloth. Let's be clear. <laughs> the lady who plays the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, her name is Rachel with the B is her last name. She is amazing. Yeah, I agree. Like, that role will forever be her iconic role. Well, she's in that new, what is that new movie? 
The Courier. She's in that one, too. Yeah, it's like yeah. a spy movie. That looks cool as shit. Right, about the Cold War and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like that one. That I mean, I don't know. But every time I look at her, I'm sorry, I see Mrs. Maisel. I'm like, oh, there's mannerisms of Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, but see, when I see her, I think of House, House of Cards. House of Cards, I know. Didn't we see her boobies in that? Yeah, you saw everything oh, in Oh, yeah, that. we saw her boobies in Maisel, too. Yeah, you saw, yeah, she flashes the crowd. Yeah, she has uh, nice boobies. That's not really a spoiler, but she does that. She shows uh, her titties. <laughs> but yeah, in House of Cards, she was... She's very attractive. A schlute <laughs> in House of Cards. Yeah, didn't... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she slept with Kevin Spacey, who was in it at the time. Was it Kevin Spacey, or was it Is Doug? that a name? I thought it was Doug. No, I thought it was Kevin Spacey that she was... I don't know. I forget. It's been so long since I've watched that show. Yeah, that... that okay. Yeah. Are off on a tangent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, games that we play. So, we said life and classic. Here we go. We talked about it very briefly in one of our other episodes. Yeah. That that game is fun. It's very simple. It's it's it reminds me of air hockey but just with a little bit of extra stuff you have to focus on. Obstacle strategy. Yeah, obstacle. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's not just smashing a a puck around. Who makes it? Some I don't, I don't, Swedish guy, right? Or, Norwegian or Norwegian Sweden, guy. something like that. I think he. I I feel like he was in the finance industry, and he was like, you know what? I ain't doing this shit forever. So he he started woodworking, and he made this game. And it sound. I mean, it it sounded amazing on paper, and I started looking it up, and I'm like, I got to get this shit because I know my daughter would love this just because it's. Because we're a very competitive family. We're competitive, but it's also easy to pick up. Right. There's, there's very not, little rules. Right. There's not a lot to learn. Yeah. It's just like air hockey, except there's a couple of different things that you have to look for. But, but that's it. Right. You're, you're, the goal is to get the ball in the hole without you getting your piece in, in your the hole. your opponent's hole. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a really good game. I highly recommend it. I think you can get it off Amazon. I'm pretty sure that's where I got Class. it. Class. K-L-A-S-K. Class. Class. And they said that that's the sound that your piece makes when it drops into the hole. Clask. I'm like, I don't know about that. I, no. I ain't never heard it say clask. <laughs> no, no, it more sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's super fun. They even have a four-player version now. It's like a big circle. A big circle. Yeah. What's that other game that you kept saying that you wanted to get that's in the big circle? I can't... I don't want to say the name because I don't know. A croc... Croikenol? Crickenhole. I want to get it, but it's super expensive. Exactly. But I want to get it, but it's expensive and it's huge. Like it covers up a pretty big table, I think. But it it looks fun. It's like a kind of a rendition of shuffleboard ish. Uh huh. But it's in a circle. Uh-huh. And there that's the other thing too, is like there's quite a bit of rules to it. So it's not as simple as as it's class. complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little complicated. I don't know if our daughter would enjoy it or not just based on all the rules. Well, but maybe when does, she gets older. But. Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, it's kind of cool, too, because a lot of these these nice boards that you can get, they actually look like pieces of art. Huh. And Like woodwork art? Yeah, or like yeah, painted? yeah. No, no, it's woodwork. It's hmm. like a lot of them, if you get a quality one, they make them with really nice pieces of wood and it's one solid piece so it looks solid wood oh yeah <laughs> it looks good uh-huh. so they a lot of them come with 
or you can buy separately like a wall mount for it so you can hang it up. Like there's one that looks kind of like a compass. I'm like, I got to get that shit. Well, yeah, you like those. I know. So the other game that we recently got for our daughter or someone gave to her, someone gave this to our daughter as a gift was it's called Spin Go Round. Yeah. And I've never heard of it outside of it is a it's Vampirina, so Disney Junior television show. And it I've never heard of Spin Go Round outside of this Vampirina style me game. Me neither. It makes me wonder if it's Is if it, there like an actual spin go round game that maybe isn't stylized yeah, for this character? Not branded right. Vampirina. Right. But anyways, that one's kind of a fun game too. And again, easy for yes. a kid to pick up and she really likes it. She thinks it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Because th- th- there's a part where you may you have to actually change your 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 spinner with your the people that are sitting around you. That's the spin go round part. Mm-hmm. And every time that happens, I act like I get all frustrated. Like oh, <laughs> she she laughs so freaking hard. She's like yeah, especially when she's the one to hit the spin go round part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. So I think those are the major ones. We started playing Uno, but yeah, I mean, I think she gets a bit overwhelmed with that one. Colors and numbers and, and plus four and yeah, exactly. And there she is a lot to it. it yeah, but she, yeah. She likes it. It's just it's it's a quite a bit of rules yeah. for a youngin like that. She she just and plus it it takes kind of a while, I guess. It depends, I guess, if yeah. you suck like you do. Well, yeah. I don't what? think, I think when we played, we played like 10 times. I don't think I won once. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure our daughter beat my ass too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you know what other game? You know what other game she's freaking good at is Clue. Or not Clue. Guess who? Oh, guess who? She's yes. a savage at that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? You should be taking the fucking census. No, she'll be- <laughs> she'll- <laughs> She'll be good if she's ever called to do a lineup at a police station. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like she figures out how to knock your pieces down and she's like, I know what your piece is. And you still have your entire board up. <laughs> For like, hers, trying to figure out hers. How the fuck did you do that? Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, she's she's actually pretty good at games in general. Yeah, oh yeah. She's and she's very competitive too. When she oh, loses, she gets yeah. fucking pissed. Oh yeah. She she used to say, she's gotten out of this now, but she used to say, I got the golden. Yeah, yeah, I got the golden, which means golden like medal, trophy. Golden medal, yeah. yeah. And if she didn't get the golden, then it was a big deal and oh. like melt down in the house. And like, well, you still got silver or bronze. No. I got the golden. I want the golden. You didn't get the golden. So we, yeah, we gave her the golden. It's like, fuck it. You know what? It ain't worth a fight. So you, you did it. Whatever, you did it, girl. Whatever you golden it. you want, you can have the golden. I don't care. So competition in our house is always fun, but yeah, I told you about the foosball thing. Oh, you were mad as shit about that though. That was all okay. You. Whatever. We're gonna bring up you the foosball. Take it okay, too here far. we go. You take it too fucking far. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Yeah, I, I can see it ticking in your head right now. You want to say something back, but uh-huh. you're too tired to come up with something. Right. Like, the brain is not firing on all cylinders right no, now. No, mine's not either, but whatever. So, yeah, I think that's the games that we uh, we like to play other, uh-huh. and, and fight over. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we digress. I think that's all I've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a short and sweet one. We didn't want to 
bore everybody like we did last time with an hour and what? It wasn't boring. We just talked too much last time. No shit. I think we need to do this in a like a m- much more easier to digest blocks of time. <laughs> well, like uh, this yeah. one. We'll learn to manage our time a little better. Okay. Okay. Later. Love you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union Podcast. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at unholyunionpodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next week. It's what you do with things you love.